Welcome to the Event Room, where event professionals from different backgrounds talk about the latest, most controversial, and interesting topics dominating the minds of the industry right now. This is a candid conversation, the likes of which can only otherwise be found late at night in host hotel lobby bars during industry conferences. So relax and drop in on what event pros really say when no one else is around. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that tells you how it really is. Now, let's brew something up. Welcome yet again to another episode of Event Brew. (laughs) This is your girl Tui here and we have two very special brew crew members. You can't see her, but she's putting air quotes around that. Who we got? Who we got here? Well, I'm uh, Will Kern from Endless Events here. As uh, as Dustin's making me go next, uh, he's like basically the equivalent of holding a gun to my head, making me go. At, so uh, I'll make him go next. Dustin, uh, introduce yourself. Well, there's only three of us, so I would have <laughs> I would left. have to go. I'm the last one left. Um, That's true. This is special Dustin Wessling um, from the beautiful country of Canada, special. in the beautiful province of Alberta, and in the especially beautiful city of Calgary. Of Calgary. Oh man. Insert like here in LA, the clouds. It's like another it's like a filter here in the it, state of California. It's not clouds, it's smoke, isn't it? It's smoke. It's smoke, but oh. I'm saying it's a filter. And the oh. cloud the smoke from you know, the clouds are just oh. tinting. We started everything. getting a little bit of your filter over here in Arizona too. I think it actually contributed to a dropping to like sixty seven degrees last night. Mm-hmm. It was 67 degrees last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. It dropped to like 92 yesterday during the day. And then mm-hmm. last night, yeah. Like I woke up this morning. It was, you had to uh, pull out your quilt and your knitted blanket. And yeah, it was so great. You know, I cover just, up the cats. Yeah. Put it on the fireplace. And <laughs> have you ever, blog. have you ever seen these um, reading socks? They're like big, gigantic knit socks that like go up to your knees. You ever seen like, this? It's one big oh, sock yes. that you like put your whole body in. Oh. Uh, no, I think that's like the mermaid thing. Wait, I, I'm going to get you one of those. I actually think you'd like that. But it has to be so. orange. I, it has to be I, orange. Yeah, or I, neon I green to match yeah. endless. Okay, lion, I got a to- controversial green. topic for event brew. Do you wear socks when you go to sleep? No. We're not psychos. We're socks when they go to sleep. Yeah. yeah okay. Listen, if you are sleeping with somebody that is wearing their socks, you need to get out of the house immediately. <laughs> I think that was one of the requirements on trying to find all the brew crew hosts, yeah, right? Like a, Do you wear socks to sleep? <laughs> I'm trying, trying to... Uh, all oh, right, shit. All right, focus. Focus, you guys. I lost the nose game. What's doesn't everyone kind drinking? Of, doesn't it kind of feel like Christmas is coming? I have no idea why. Maybe it's a Canadian right, thing so it's cold Focus, here now. Canadian. Focus. You guys, okay. So Dustin wants socks for Christmas? That's no, what he's please, trying to say? please. White tube uh, socks. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm uh, in this war- this really cold weather. Uh, I'm drinking a typical chai latte, basic Will um, style, with also a Snapple next to me. Oh, a little like the little oh yeah nod to Nick his- with the oh, Snapple. I guess you haven't been here for the last couple episodes. Hey, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 like- whoa! <laughs> I just I just wasn't here last week. No, but we here. needed him for his for the content, which is what we're going to talk about today. Jeez. Once that's we true. freaking that's, that's, figure out what we are drinking, you guys. 
But yeah, I did have Snapple last week too. So uh, my with my fifty two grams of sugar. Oh, great. Dustin, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking my Michelob Ultra. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, well, I think we're just drinking all of our normal stuff. So Two is probably the only one that's drinking something new, potentially. <laughs> a little new. Same realm of things that I drink. So I fresh-juiced pineapple. Ooh. Ooh. Organic. Ooh. You don't have the diet of an unemployed person, I have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. Are you... I have a, Are my, you like dealing drugs or something too? Amy? Oh we need my to, goodness! I, I think we need to audit your financials. I'm not smart, I'm not smart enough to do that. Oh. Turns out yeah. she's selling houses on the side. Oh, <laughs> real estate. We could start real our own real estate. estate for, Nick would be so proud of us. Nick will it listen to so this funny. six months from now. And Nick, we want you to know we're taking your advice. We're all going into real estate. <laughs> yes. Also, Nick Borelli is not here, uh, our fourth co-host. So um, if you really like Nick and you don't like us, yeah, definitely tune out now. I like. I do like what Nick's doing today, though. Yeah. He's given. Oh yeah, he's having like school issues because everybody's so fucking crazy about sending kids back to school. So I hope he's like down there yeah. raising some hell. Probably. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah I, that, oh, like, how do I, I don't know how to figure out this virtual learning it's like, platform? It's like I didn't even do the. I didn't even do this crap when I was in school, let alone do it virtually. Oh wait, you guys. So wait, hold on. Before we do, I have a backup drink. It's can C A N N, and it has. Nine oh, calories and two milligrams of THC, four milligrams of CBD. Oh, that's that. Oh, wow. is, that is very. The top good. is really interestingly we don't? designed. Oh yeah, because here. it's um, childproof. It has to be yeah. Oh, it has to be mm. childproof. Interesting. Wait, why don't they do that for alcohol? Uh, because alcohol is fun for kids. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All right, what we're, are we talking about? We're today? so <laughs> California, California is so much further ahead than Canada when it comes to food and beverage and cannabis. I was say child safety laws. We're still like we're we're still we're still trying to figure it out. I think we finally finally just managed to pass some legislation that will allow for more food and beverage products, which is really great because you know we'd like to not have to go and buy illegal edibles at some point. Yeah. Well, Arizona probably will never get there. So no, no. no. Well, red, you guys can come red, to red LA, state. and we can record here after we have some candy. That's true. So you, so uh, all your drugs come from a dealer, will or <laughs> it comes from me actually. I'm do you do you ship my that territory through the, is do you Arizona. ship that through the postal service? Not only do we get the smoke from California, we get literally the smoke from California. Yeah, oh. Just oh, good go, one. go outside, take a couple tokes, see what the smoke is. <laughs> All right. Actual eye burn. <laughs> Focus. So today's episode, we are talking about retreats and if they're worth it. If that's something that's heading into the future of our industry, talking about our perspective as both the planners and the attendees of these. And I actually want to start off with Dustin because you just recently went on a retreat. How was that? I did. Um, it... Well, it was a complete mind fuck um, for for a couple of reasons. It was a deep, deep. Uh, it, it was it was pretty deep, yeah. So I just did the Hoffman process through the Hoffman Institute. So a lot of our California listeners will know what this is because it's a big trend right now. Um, so the the Hoffman process deals with um, negative patterns that you learned as a child, as an adolescent. So mostly coming from your parents, and it um, takes you through a process of. Um, of awareness, acceptance, new behaviors, 
and expression, not in that order. I totally screwed that up. And teaches you all about your quadrinity. And there's there's a there's a bit of hocus pocus to us to it, but I have to say it was a truly incredible experience and very timely for all that we are going through personally and professionally. It was um, it was really great. And I think the 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 thing that was the most incredible about it was I got to meet. 17 new people and I have not met new people in so long because we've been so <laughs> locked away. So, um, we all became each other's cohort and it was a, it was, it was an awesome experience. Um, totally recommend anybody that is looking for some balance in their life or to understand behaviors that, um, that you know of and don't know of, um, check out the Hoffman Institute and, um, yeah, use promo code event brew. I'm just kidding. There's no promo code, <laughs> but, there, but if the what? Hoffman Institute is listening, there could be a promo code. Don't sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsored by monster energy. Drink. Real, real quick though. Like, yeah. cause like most events are designed like to bring people together, but you have like, this has like a little bit of like a twist craziness to it. Like you, like you, there's a lot of, um, uh, like absence of things and uh, like, yeah, uh, you don't have to go into all of them, but I know there's like social aspects of it is absent from this as well right yeah for sure so you get you get you get locked away the retreats are normally 36 people they were divided in half because of covid obviously for housing and physical distancing which Sound bitter. which was not a like was not a thing by the end we were all in each other's bubbles um but yeah there's 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 a lot of restrictions on it no technology no technology not even a watch like they hand you a clock you check in your phone in a little tupperware box and you unplug for seven days um you spend a lot of time in silence which for a lot of people especially our event pros would be very difficult to do so i think in total you're probably about 40 hours in silence in the seven days and it comes it's not it's not all at once so it's like you know a few hours here overnight here <clears throat> but you do you do spend a fair amount of time um, being quiet. Um, there's a lot of other really like really interesting things that go on, um, different, different activities. I don't want to give away too much. Cause I think like if anybody actually heard what you did there on paper or you heard it, you would be like, yeah, I will like, never oh. fucking do that. There's no way I would do it. But it's like the eating in the dark thing, right? Like you go, you go, you have no idea what you're going to eat, but totally. you then do it and you're like, holy crap, I would totally do that again. And your mind is, your mind is more open. I think we should all date in the dark. <laughs> Well, maybe oh. you. Oh, wait. I think there's a... Isn't, <laughs> I'll date you, Dustin. <laughs> you will be very disappointed, I have to we tell were, you. We both like the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Is that on, is that on the menu, too? <laughs> I just really want a Canadian citizenship status. I'll find... I'll, I'll find you and I don't you have a boyfriend? I don't need... I don't need a Canadian citizenship anymore. I saw Tenant. I'm good. <laughs> Again. You saw Again, twice. twice. What, twice. Is, so, yeah. what is Tenant? Uh, it's uh, just a mo the new Chris Nolan movie that came out. So, okay, I'll, I'll watch right. it. I'll watch anyways, it tonight. Okay. It's a, no, well, no, it's only in theaters. That's why, like, that's why I wanted to sneak into Canada. Oh. Well, don't I say that publicly. You actually, <laughs> you actually go to theaters. Yeah, yeah, you had like I went to. He's an from theater, Arizona, yeah. so oh. it's yeah, different. from Arizona. We like we we lot we bring our guns no, into I'm our bars, and we also discriminate on on a lot of things. Ooh. Not in a good way. Um, <laughs> Great. I already yeah. love this chat. <laughs> 
So, well, have you uh, joined a cult? Have you? <laughs> oh, like retreat, retreat style. Things? Oh, retreat. Well, yeah. Actually, well, yeah. I mean, like, well, I'll talk about the more recent like retreats and stuff that I've done. But like uh, retreats near and dear to my heart. Like when I was actually growing up uh, in high school, we did this retreat called the Kairos retreat, um, which anyone who went to Catholic school probably has heard before. Um, but it's actually a really cool retreat. It's all designed. It's obviously a religious retreat. But um, what's interesting about Kairos is it comes from the Jesuit side of Catholicism which I think is a little bit more liberal. But it's very, very interesting that, like, in high school, it's a great time to do it because it's, a, like, at a time where you're, like, really confused on what who you are, what you want to do with your life. And, you know, it's all about, like, I think aligning back to being a better person um, when it comes to it. But I actually got a chance to go to one um, when I was getting uh, confirmed in uh, Catholic school. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about that per- publicly before. But, yeah, super Catholic church boy over here when I was growing up. And, um, yeah, then I got lucky enough that someone was like hey you have a dj set up with some speakers and stuff and do you want to come and help with this retreat you know you're pretty active in our parish and you know do you want to help with it and i basically co-led the kairos retreat then the next year i led the kairos retreat um and it was really cool but that was actually one of the first times that like i got to organize like a whole event by myself and you know speak i was just like oh my god i remember i had to read my speech and you know you guys know I talk all the time now, but like I like was shaking reading my speech word for word off my paper. I was so cute, you know, little high school. But yeah, that was like the first time. It, and honestly, it was life changing for me because I was just like such a thing that I was super aligned to. I actually still have my binder from back then, too. Um, and yeah, then more recently, uh, I'm a part of an organization called Sandbox, which is definitely can sound like a cult. <laughs> That's why I laughed when you said, are you a part of a cult? And it's like um, badass people. So the description of the group is like badass people under the age of 30, um, which I'm now 30. So I, I assume I'm going to disappear off the face of the earth. And um, yeah, we every year we do a retreat for the whole organization. And I actually um, lead the, the group for this year's retreat, which was going to be in November and now got pushed to... 2021 question mark question mark question mark and um yeah it's uh it's honestly a really cool experience a lot more loose though like kairos has a very strict schedule you follow with our sandbox like summits as we call them they're very like we have like a couple get-togethers meals together and then just free time and last year we did it in kenya um which was pretty cool so um yeah yeah two is making like a what oh my goodness Um, i thought you guys would just be like we're in phoenix this year we're gonna be in sedona the next oh yeah no no because yeah so it's a global organization so um there's and so the the first year that the summit ever happened for the organization it was in lisbon portugal um and then it went for many years as it was going through organization change and things like that no 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 summits and then um, the first summit that I went to, um, which was also the like rebirth of the organization, was in Panama, and we went to a jungle in Panama with no electricity. Talk about no technology being a core p- part of it, um, and went to Panama, no electricity, no communication. Like our, we talked to each other and stuff, but um, that was really really fun. Then the next year, I wanted to be on the summit team because it was such a life changing experience for me, and I can talk about that a little bit later. And then and we did it in Croatia, and I was on the summit team for Croatia, doing all the production for it. Ironically. Uh, or not ironically, I guess. And then uh, the next year it was in Kenya, um, which was really cool because I had never been to the continent of Africa and never been to Kenya. And I got to plan an entire event in a country that I never would have had stepped into, but also one that I was on my bucket list to go to. And it was so cool and I learned so much. Um, And then, yeah, this year it was going to be in Mexico, which is a little bit less exciting, but still pretty cool. So, yeah. Beauty. I love retreats. I love retreats. Planning retreats is a lot of fun too. So, what about what about you, Tui? 
any life-changing retreat experiences? So I did last year um, a silent retreat with Dr. Paul Kay, who I think I told you guys offline last time we were all together. We are hosting a Planet IMAX during Fun Monday, which is virtual. And so that was incredible. He's a mindfulness coach. He's from the UK. I have a couple of his books. And I've never talked so much in my head during a silent retreat. Like I felt like constantly How it long was, was it? it was like the weekend. Oh. So not, not, not seven days, not that intense. Oh. I have and a colleague it, that did a 10 day, wow. a 10 day silent yeah, retreat. Yeah, for like 10 days. And I'm like, you're crazy. Oh my God. No, this was really quick. We, there was a lot of um, med- meditation walkthroughs. There was sound bath. There was a Japanese tea ceremony. So you just watched it. Mm. Um, having lunch all together, it was like, you know, this organic vegan meal. That was weird because no one could talk. Mm. So... Yeah, it was very mm-hmm. interesting, but it was really enlightening. And I think it, that's the situation when Dustin, you talked about um, it's like the quality of it and really what you take away. We always talk about how designing events you want to like alter or just like, you know, depending on what it is, almost like life changing moments. And I feel like retreats mm-hmm. do that. But my question for you guys is. I used to plan tons of incentives, which celebrate, you know, top salespeople, things of that nature. So what's the difference between an incentive and a retreat? Is it more? Well, well they, they can be the same. I think that okay. that to me, the like <clears throat> the loose definition of a retreat in my mind, if I were to visualize it, is a smaller audience in a uh in a single space that is not mixed with other people. So I think of retreats as being private or semi-private. Um, I see them as being all group activities. You literally do everything together from exercise to feeding to breeding, whatever you're into. And you said a breeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever you're doing. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's not pretend like we all don't go to the same conferences. Um, so, yeah, I think my idea of a retreat is something that's that's smaller and more intimate and less distraction, maybe uh, more focused. I would say probably like a, it's a re- literally a retreat from whatever you're used to. Right. So I think like, yeah, that's why incentive makes sense. If like someone's used to like working in a corporate office in Cleveland all the time and then, you know, their their retreat is to go to Hawaii and it's an incent- incentive part of it. Like I think the, the reason why I think it gets labeled incentive is that it's an incentive to go there to get the retreat. Right. right? Um, at that point. But I feel like then there's like different levels of retreat. There's like you can retreat to like a cool location, but then there's like, do you want to retreat from then the like what you guys talk about, like technology? Then there's like then what you talked about, like the silence aspect of like retreating from social aspects. So I think there's almost like these layers of like what you're retreating from in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So question. Do you think that so so I went on this retreat just recently in the the new age of COVID and when restrictions are you know still stage two whatever the fuck the stages mean now for these stupid governments. I don't even know. I still I haven't. Wait, there's stages. I just don't even understand how we're still working on stages from information that we gained five months ago. But I won't go there. So I. I will say that I felt had we done that same thing and we were in a downtown hotel and it was mixed population, people going everywhere, like I wouldn't have felt as comfortable as I did in that sort of secluded 
um, smaller private setting where, you know, you had to accept that the people that were around you just became a part of your bubble. Of course, you could wear a mask the entire time. You could stay away from people. But as these things go over the course of a few days, we just became comfortable with each other and we became a we became a cohort. Um, so the the question is, is, is is this sort of smaller size focused retreats going to be one of the things that recovers first or one of the things that we start seeing more companies move to as opposed to the you know the the bigger the bigger cities going and doing all the activities going out to a different restaurant every night is there a benefit in this sort of secluded environment uh in these days of covid well you want to take it because i'm about to go I'm, like all hippie on you guys are you well are you like are you in agreement or disagreement with it I'll oh i'm that. in agreement, and to some level of it especially in the the corporate you know like business segment but right it's gonna have to be you know small and intimate and and like short and so for me i want to say this on air because i keep telling people like on-site conversations you know how the the trend was sustainability wellness like physical wellness and Mm -hmm. then now it's diversity and inclusion which are all very important. I should right. trend in the sense of that's what the talk yeah, yeah, is yeah. about. Yeah. But sustainability, yeah. sustainability was always bullshit, but keep going. <laughs> so the <laughs> okay, next one, oil man, <laughs> it was Just burning trees over there. So, um, the next one I think is going to be mindfulness nature, because I think we're going to mm. have to get back as a human mm-hmm. race to, you know, to nature. And I feel like ever since quarantining the pandemic, all I've been doing is like camping and hiking and being mm-hmm. out by by the beach. And it's so mm-hmm. freeing. And so we as humans want to be socially connected. It's in our it's in our DNA. It's what we you know, it's like survival skills and, and all of that. So to be isolated, <clears throat> even being able to connect virtually, that's going to do to something to us subconsciously. So mm-hmm. we as the human race, especially the events industry, are going to need to really do some inward journey there. And so mm-hmm. I think retreats are the perfect way to mm-hmm. re-motivate your, your employees yeah. after the, you know, when we figure out this new norm and doing <laughs> that in a way to bond with your colleagues. And, to you know, you just said you, you met up with, what, 17, 18 complete strangers. Mm-hmm. And now they became like a part of your journey. And we so- got a Facebook group. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no text to change. So, yes, I agree that this will be, but it's going to, it's, it's probably not going to be called a retreat or an incentive. It's going to be like a recharge or, you know, something of that sort. Well, you, you actually, well, before you go, you brought up something that I think is really, really important. And I hear so many people be like, oh, I can't wait until we can do this again, do this again. I actually don't believe that the, that the world is going to go back to large scale comfortably. And it's not about, it's not about, so let's take, let's take the restrictions and COVID and all that, all that bureaucracy out of it. I think humans, I think we've been, we've been removed long enough now that if you were to drop me into a, you know, 10,000 person concert, I would be, I think I've lost some skills. I think I've like, I I've become quite comfortable with this distance. I've become quite comfortable working alone. I've been quite comfortable with people not standing up my ass in the line at the grocery store. Like, so I actually think that there's some psychology here that, that we are going to have to ease ourselves back into it. And luckily the, the world is probably going to accommodate that. Cause I think we're going to, we're going to get back together in in small doses. But if we were to, you know, snap our fingers today and go back to the way we were, I think we'd feel extremely uncomfortable. That's a good point. Like I, I was thinking about like how, when you mentioned that, how 
like through this whole process, friends of mine have been like, I had a friend who was having like a housewarming party this weekend. And I was like, I'm not going, I'm sorry. And like, I don't feel comfortable doing it. And it's so funny because I get a lot of like my friends kind of like that. I think everyone understands. Like that's one thing I think culture finally understands when you say, no, I don't want to go to something, but I still get kind of like, I think uh, my friends like, come on, man. Like <laughs> Will doesn't want to go hang out with people. Right. And I think that you're right. Like it created this sense of, uh, you know, um, yeah, comfort around it as well. I think you brought up a good point too, like about the, the wellness side. And I'm gonna try to create a disagreement in here, even though I definitely do agree um, with everything you guys are saying. Um, I think one interesting you said about the well, the mental wellness is gonna be huge. I was reading an article that something like depression rates are like up 60% or something like that since COVID started. And so like there's this huge like mental health, like I didn't look 100% into it, I read a lot of headlines. Um, but like I think this idea that like mental health is gonna be so important post COVID or even in COVID, still that like we need to state start looking at that and the retreats are going to become that way but let me try to create like i guess like a a disagreement um side since we like to argue in some ways is i think that it will be it has to be different in a, in a lot of ways because now the standard is going to be so high whereas before there was like you know there's a couple retreats here and there that like if you literally just put someone in the middle of the wilderness and said here's 10 people, you usually end up having this camp-like experience where you feel mm -hmm. FOMO afterwards. Well, if it's gonna become super popular and this right. will be one of the first things that come back, there's gonna be so many of them. It used to be you got to one retreat a year. Well, now there's gonna be like, right. oh, there's a retreat every weekend. Right. What it's, are you gonna do? It's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna become like the, the new Zoom. The new yeah. Zoom, where it's like, or oh, like the fuck new, another. New music festival, right? right. Like, like at some point you go to Coachella and you're like, oh my God, this is life-changing. But right. then you go to like Outside Lands and then you go to Stagecoach and you go to all these festivals and you're like, well, I'm seeing the same things. I'm feeling they're slightly different, but mm -hmm. you know, eventually you'll pick one and the thing will rise to the top too as well. So mm -hmm. um, I think that, yeah, it's going to happen, but we got to, there would have to be like this, the same thing that's happening to the events industry now needs to happen to the retreat industry as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just reminded me, I actually have done two retreats this year. I did the, oh, really? yeah, I did the table in January. Um, right. look it up. It's the table. So it's put together by very talented Kevin White and it was a truly incredible experience. And I really, really hope that as time goes on, he gets to do another one cause it was, it was really fantastic and business leaders of all shapes and sizes. And it was, uh, it was, it was great. So many retreats this year. Jesus. Had I, had <laughs> I, had I known I would have saved my money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you bring up a good point, though. Like, like I think that we're all going to want to go back to this as well. Like, I've always felt like, so for every quarter, for example, like, I always try tried to retreat myself away from, you know, whatever I was normally doing. You know, like, if I was working in a normal coffee shop, I'd go to a different coffee shop. But, like, even, like, this quarter, um, I was like, you know, I, I just being at home so much. I really had this desire, like I need to get out to like reset my brain. So I was like, Hey, I got to book an Airbnb somewhere outside of Phoenix and just go there and just think and like have a porch where I can kick my feet up with a journal and just write things. And I think, I think we're all wanting, I mean, like, I think everybody's desiring it too. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I completely agree with that. I just read a vice, um, article today and it was talking about how people are creating these pods which basically are just like your inner quarantine circle right because now it goes back to again social dynamics behavior science why do we feel the need to change our environment and and she connect with pod. people they're pod. called pods or something like it's just well, i don't know what a, a pod is. i don't know what the article is about but i think I, if it's the same thing i'm i do then i'm curious if you guys have one too what, like so like describe this pod like define it it's just the definition of just a, a small group of friends that go on like a mini vacation during this time oh okay 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'll send, I got, I'll send it to you so we can link it. Yeah, we'll link it down below. Um, I'm curious to know, like, in this whole process, I don't think this is relevant necessarily to retreats, but have you guys, like, I don't know, like, I, so in, early in the pandemic, I realized, like, I couldn't be purely social distance from every single person. So, like, we made a pact with, like, four yeah. of my friends, and we're, like, we decided, actually, we did, like, kind of a retreat at one of my friend's houses. And Y'all coughed on each other. Yeah, but, well, I mean, basically the idea what was is like... That, what does that mean when you go in the closet? Seven seconds oh, in so, heaven? Yeah, seven, so kinky. Se- seven minutes of heaven? Yeah. 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 No, no, it wasn't like that, but it was like... Dustin only needs seven seconds. <laughs> seven seconds. That's what they do in Canada. Needs, yeah, he doesn't need seven oh, minutes. He needs seven seconds of heaven. And, and I'll have time to check my email. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, we basically decided, we said to all of our, a couple of friends, we said, hey, you guys all need, like, we want to hang together. We all decided we were going to quarantine. So we literally, like, it was this is back when there was absolutely, there was no mask, guy, there was like no guidelines. So we were just like, all the thing was that we knew is that you develop symptoms within two weeks. So we said, okay, like no one see people for two weeks and then we will all see each other like on this one week and we all hung out together and stuff. And we've been doing that like recently, like it's like, hey, like we are the crew that don't see anybody. Unfortunately, we lost one of our friends because he teaches at ASU. Oh. And ASU's been I thought you were gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say we lost him to COVID. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh god, that'd be oh. terrible, terrible turn of events. Oh. Um, but no, no, we lost we lost him to our crew because he has to go back to ASU to teach. So he literally, you know, he gets testing like every single day, and so he constantly. What are you so? COVID. What are you so scared of? What am I so scared like of getting yeah. COVID? Yeah, like what? I, I what, mean, like what is it that like your your age group is? Like the likelihood of you dying, like you have more chance of dying from a penny falling off of a skyscraper. So like, I just don't understand why you can't keep a cohort of friends and they're yeah. all going to have to go do other things. Like how long do you plan on staying locked down for? When, oh, no, what's I mean, the like, end game? Well, I mean like, so people they, like, so for example, a couple of them are like, yeah, we'll go do this, but then we'll be like, Hey, we're going to put some space between us, like them and that person for a little while. Like we don't, we also don't see each other like every single weekend. Like we, we see each other like every couple weekends, play a lot of video games together, talk to each other on video chat, that sort of thing. But no, yeah. At some point, you have to go. You gotta like, let go. Interact with somebody. But we're all gonna but, have to. What? Are, well, I don't know what the world thinks we're waiting for. Look well, at the I mean, look at the AstraZeneca trials. Yeah. No. I mean, like, at, like at some we point, wait, waiting yes. for a vaccine. Ooh. No. No. I'm like, and but here's the thing. Like, I also at the same time too. Like, I'm also just not like flooring myself back into a hundred person party which, sort of thing. Right? Which, which I do agree with. I think that there's. Yeah. I think that there's a there's a reasonable amount of responsibility that needs to come in here and. And I, I also think that it is absolutely okay to have a friendship cohort, to have people that you see regularly that are going to go off and do their things. And, and I, I think that if we don't, if we don't start making that our habit, like this shit's not fucking ending anytime soon. Everybody can see that. Well, I think one of the things is too, like the difference is though, it's like, so like, I've like, for example, like I had a friend stay at my house and she was like, oh, I'm like really worried that I'm going to give you COVID and, um, not that kind of person staying at your house, by the way. Oh. I'm literally a different room. I actually uh, didn't level. even go there. Uh, sure. Dustin. I, was, no, I, I didn't. actually wasn't even thinking okay, about right, that anyways, either. So anyways, that's, friend, you. that's on you. My well. friend came out and she was, she was like, hey, I'm worried I'm going to get you COVID. And I was like, look, I trust that you're also smart and that you've done everything you can to avoid it. There's certain friends. <laughs> And none of them listen to this podcast, I don't think, that I would be like, no, I'm not going near you with a 10-foot pole because I know, like, where you've been <laughs> kind of stuff. But I think the idea behind, like, what we, we just kind of did is, like, hey, like, let's be surround ourselves with safe people, too. But, I mean, it's one of those things that you just also just don't know, like, too. Like, like for me, I just don't know if I'm susceptible 
in any sort of way. Yes, I'm young and you have know, you been tested I, yet? No, I haven't. No. haven't Are you like, serious? Do you guys I've have gotten tested. I've gotten tested probably eight times now. I mean, like, I I honestly don't have time though, too, because like I literally it never takes, leave my house. I t- got no, tested no, no, yesterday. No, like not, I just I found out today, within twenty four hours, got it's not the came test. Back it's the I don't have literally time to go do anything. It's it takes like, last time test. it took me five minutes. No, no, no. from the you're, second I checked in. You're I'm a privileged apartment. <laughs> you're a privileged American. You're telling me there's not a door to door service that you can get. There's door to door. COVID if you can testing? watch a movie there, twice oh, in the be. movie theater, well, you can <laughs> go get <laughs> tested. Okay. That's the only time. That was my biggest, like, riskiest move. I had to, like, don't go to restaurants or coffee shops. Like, I just stay at home and work all the time. Oh, Willie, I'm so, I feel so bad for you. Oh, I man, need a retreat. I need, like, a you life retreat, a retreat right now. <laughs> we'll like, plan it. Been, do you want to pay yeah. us to do the endless yeah. event retreat? Yeah. You guys, you guys want to plan our company retreat? Uh, yeah, I'm not going though. You had that sus person in your house that <laughs> scared COVID. So, yeah. No. Oh my God, this stupid fucking bullshit we're all facing. Anyways. Well, we went way off topic for a quick minute. No, nah, not really. That. It's all the same. It wouldn't be a. It yeah. wouldn't be an episode unless we didn't bitch about COVID and what a goddamn <laughs> disaster it is. This is true. All right. Well, should we should we hone it back in for the? No, I want to tell you about the book I read. Oh, Tell like, us. Okay, and I'm doing like, it. I'm okay. going on the. It's going on the end of this one because I will forget right. it. Um, what was her oh, name? Oh yeah, now? yeah. That's right. You said you read post. You don't even know the name. Yeah, no, I do know. I just. It's called I, like my. Yeah, yeah. The word myself was in. So it, right? it's called Melania and Me. So it's Stephanie oh, yeah. Winston Wilkoff. So she and I'm almost. Oh, I the we could do a whole episode higher. about this thing. No, it's not that. Well, then this is the teaser to the full episode. Okay. So, but you have to read the book before you listen to the episode. Because you have to know what everyone, all of our fans just dropped off. I will definitely read it. So none of this, none of this, in my mind, has anything to do with with politics. Of course, it's talking about Melania Trump and it's talking about Stephanie um, Winston Wilcoff, which is um, a key person in Melania's staff. Blah blah blah. And it's a tell-all. And should she have written it? Should she not have? I don't know. That's not what I'm talking about. But this woman half of this book is talking about the event industry and talking about her experience planning the inaugural um, events that took place and she throws a ton of shade at brands you all know um and it's it talks a lot about a lack of transparency it talks a lot about the professionalism in our industry so um she might be a, right on all those things <laughs> uh, i i think i think there's some accuracy in it again i'm not i'm not we're, we are not talking about the politics of it we are merely talking about that this is high profile and it's definitely talking about our industry so, so if she's you haven't snitching. You yeah, totally. on us? she is yeah so read that and then we're going to do an episode and talk about it because we need uh we need Nick here for that because he'll he'll That's love it. this. I'll have to send him Cole's notes, but because I don't think he'll read it either. But there's it was it was quite enlightening. So go and read it. Right. I'm ex- I'm excited for it. I, I, when I started googling into it a little bit, it was it was, was eye opening for sure. Just from an event professional standpoint, um, yeah, I didn't really even care about the politics portion. I'm just curious totally. about the 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 the, uh, the event planning standpoint. Um, well, Is that uh, it already? Trick, that's, trick that's, or retreat? Would you like it. to take us home? I rushed home to come and see you guys for <laughs> 33 minutes. Great. Wait. We well, we usually talk. Episode, but yeah, we usually talk. Like yeah, but I, I think we talked about before. our topic for 12 minutes and then we... <laughs> well, for the people <laughs> that are listening now, for our brew crew, we want to say... We should, we should retreat out of this episode. Oh, that was oh, not that... That's not... 
that's not, not creative good. writing. Damn it. That's I literally good. was, I've been saving that one since the beginning. That's not <laughs> No, you didn't. That's not creative writing. No, okay, no, here's a haiku for you. Dog, okay. cat, dog, dog, cat. Right, dog, you got one cat. line. Dog, dog, cat. That's not a haiku. You still got seven know, lines and five lines left. What's a hi- what is a haiku? Oh my gosh, you guys. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. So tell me what a haiku is. So say, tell me, give me an example. Oh my gosh, you're making me. When do you learn? Well, we're going to poetry slam on the spot right now. When, what, like, where do you learn in academia what a haiku is? Writing. Uh, for me, it was fifth grade English class. Really? Yeah, like English class. And it just went over my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's one. An old silent pond. A and frog jumps into the pond. Splash. Silence again. That's a haiku. That's a haiku. Huh. <laughs> I want to sleep. Swat the flies. Well, Jesus, I was hoping I could like use that word in my over the next 24 hours with somebody, but I don't know. You have to now. I challenge. I challenge everyone to say haiku at one point. So I have to create a haiku. I have to say it. Then I have to ignore. Then I have to point out that I created a haiku so that I can show how intelligent I am. Okay, I'm on it. Yeah. Put it in the the Instagram group chat that I only send you guys memes. You guys know don't send me shit. And I'm trying yeah, to create a culture with you guys. It's too, f- it's too fucking much with you guys. Seriously. <laughs> it's like every goddamn episode. I want to be your friend, Justin. Like, we're in this goddamn Slack channel that is like, we literally use it to be like, who's recording today? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And then where the hell's the link? Dot, dot, dot. It's just, it's it's just, just Dustin. this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. This is not a professional. We need to go on a retreat guys. and try to figure this shit out. You guys, that's what we I think we do. did that once already. Yeah, we need to do another one, but like a fun one. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, well you, you can come to Canada. Th- oh, I'm down. No, we can't. We technically can't. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't. Especially Calgary, where they slash we your don't, tires. Yeah, we don't want no, our tires slashed. Slash tires in Calgary. That's in BC. That's all of our Vancouver friends. <laughs> so, call to action. If you're doing that, our <laughs> Vancouver friends, let us know. Hashtag eventbrew. Yeah. Hashtag eventbrew. Please slash stop tires. slashing tires. <laughs> all right. Let's just, let's all right, just put can, this can out I just of misery. Like, guy, it's take just, it away. And We're then, making, I think this whole exit combo is making Will very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> right now. Real quick. Go real ahead, quick. Made ask our- <laughs> question for our audience for the day is let us know about if you had an awesome retreat experience. Shoot us an email, eventbrew at helloendless.com. We want to hear your stories. Now you can take it home. Okay. We're already home. And Oh, yeah. We're way past home. Wait, side story? We should... I- and it's okay if you cut this out of the recording, whoever's editing no, it. No, leave it in, leave it in. So um, I, I connected with, with someone that was I saw during a summit, the last two that I went to, and they replied back and said, oh, I know you. I love Eventbrew. And I honestly oh, am about awesome. to write back and say, I don't think you probably want to connect then. <laughs> but he's like, I love Eventbrew. I'm like, we'll give him a shout wow. out and then tell him to yeah, listen. Give him a shout. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. I have to look at my LinkedIn. Um, well, yeah, like I'll guys, give him like, a shout read, out. We read the I emails and the messages. So while uh, Tui's pulling up uh, her messages uh, on there as well, yeah, we we love it. Um, also, shouts to um, I don't think I've given a shout out to everybody, but we got like I was doing a webinar, um, and like yeah, a lot of people were like, yeah, I, I love the Ben Brew. So thank you to everybody who uh, always screams out their love uh, during uh, our webinar. I always wonder who listens to this because we don't like as yeah, as, as you really as you data. know. As you know, we don't get anything for doing this goddamn show. We don't even get data. I we get barely paid. get the link. You're not getting paid, Dustin? And, well, no. <laughs> okay, wait. So his name is... Sh- so hello, Sean Chang, C-M-P-D-E-S. 
He's an award-winning. Sean, Sean with a W, Sean? I know yeah. who that is. Yeah, he's in Vancouver. He's Vancouver. Oh, stop yeah, splashing like, our tire, our people's tires. <laughs> and <laughs> and thank you for listening to this oh podcast. <laughs> Shout out I, to Sean Chang, one of our favorite listeners. We love Sean. Thank I you, Sean, assure you, Sean is not slashing anybody's tires. Sean doesn't slash Let's tires. Let's spread the rumor, though. Let's just spread it. I'll, I'll reply back to him. And I'll like, yo, <laughs> Dustin Wesling is telling me that you're slashing people's tires over there. You will love Sean when you meet him. And I bet you you've, you've you've crossed paths with him before. He's, he's incredible. He's the yeah. president of the PCMA oh. Western Canada um he's a really active guy in the industry and just an all-around cool rads dude awesome all right and thank you sean for listening and uh for getting a special shout out during the show tell your friends about emperor (laughs) yes awesome well thank you guys everybody for listening we're gonna stop this okay Bye. bye bye thanks again for listening to event proof be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app Also, be sure to head to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. See you next time on Event Brew.